have you ever shown up at a, your place of work or school and like you start second guessing what you're wearing? Yes. Does that happen to men? Yes. Yes. One of my earliest memories is that showing up on the first day of first grade and like we had uniforms, but there were also PE uniforms and I was in the regular one and I saw other kids in the PE uniform and I like freaked out and wouldn't get out of the car. Like that you had shown up in the wrong yeah. uniform. Yeah. And I didn't. No, because why are kids showing up in their PE uniforms to school? Because it was like, I don't know, <laughs> timing and work. Um, so I bought a shirt that I liked, uh-huh. wore it, and then realized it might have been see-through. Oh. <laughs> Which I don't think it was like, do you, have you, do you watch Friends? Yeah. Do you know when Monica gets on stage to like yes. sing karaoke yes. and everybody's cheering for her and mm-hmm. she thinks it's because she's singing, but it's because she's got a see-through shirt, see-through on. shirt yep. on, which she wasn't wearing undergarments, no. which I do not understand. <laughs> uh, I was fully undergarmented. Uh, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but it was like just see-through and certain lighting. So like I got to the bookshelf and I asked Magali and our new employee, Kate, I was like, hey guys do I need to wear this sweater because I think this tank top might be see-through? And they were like, no, you're fine. And so I took the sweater off and then I walked up closer to the register and Kate was like, oh no, that's (laughs) (laughs) see-through. I've not had that particular problem. (laughs) What? I I can't imagine why not. No, I mean, I keep my see-through clothes for like very special occasions, (laughs) holidays, bar mitzvahs. (laughs) Welcome to episode 126 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. My name is Chris Jensen, and I have been teaching all week and feel like my brain is fried. And I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. And you just survived June, and you probably also feel like your brain is fried. Jordan Jones looked at me this week, and he said, I think this was the longest month of our lives. Mm. And then he talked about all the people and animals we buried this <laughs> month. <laughs> it was not a good time. June was rough. June June was not great for you. And I find myself, like, Thursday, we had, like, this big kind of meeting on Wednesday, Jordan and I did. And then Thursday morning I woke up kind of emotionally, I guess, hungover. Or, like, just, ugh. Like, mm-hmm. whew, this feels heavy. But it was one of those moments where I was like, why am I? Why do I feel this way? Like, it's only Thursday. Why do I feel this way? And then it's like, then you look back at your at your calendar and you see all you've lived and done and you're like oh oh that, that's why <laughs> oh that explains why i've watched the entire season of jane the virgin in one week <laughs> that's right you don't need to start that so soon you you have mm. got to get on that i finished season three i um handmaid's tale first and i'm gonna i think i also finished that i i think i'll get clearly a lot jane after that tv watching going on I, I think i'll need jane as the palate cleanser right you most certainly the, will the buffer book yeah <laughs> the buffers tv show yes I, yeah, we watched um, Handmaid's Tale together over the past week, and then in the afternoons, I was watching Jane the Virgin, because I... You had to, yeah, yeah. had to decompress. <laughs> yes, yeah. so it was a lot. Yeah. Um, so, we've been getting some iTunes reviews. Yes, I haven't updated, I haven't checked it. I haven't checked it, um, but I did see the number earlier this morning. I didn't read any of them. Uh, so, we're getting up there. All still, right. still not quite to 150. Okay. Um, so just a reminder, we are on our quest to get 150 reviews on iTunes. 
150th person gets a prize. 150th person gets a prize. And we're looking for 25 reviews on Stitcher. We did get that one email. Yes. About, about there being some technical difficulties on Stitcher's end about leaving reviews, which might explain why we only have one right now. <laughs> I hope that um, explains it. Which is okay. Yeah. Or maybe most of you are on the Apple train, which... That's true. I, so are we. I was about to it's say, fine. that's what I use. I think many, many people do. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers, and non-Apple users always seem to have those numbers available. They do. So I won't venture a guess. Um, but please, if you enjoy the show, uh, tell a friend, leave a rating. It really does help us it out. It really helps. Um, the response to our Summer Reading Rex episode was great. Oh, good. Um, and to our June Reading Recap was also very good. So awesome. Well, keep let's listening. Keep, it, keep it rolling. And thanks for tuning in to a non-reading recap episode where, surprise, we still have books. we're still recommending books because that's what we do on this show. <laughs> um, so what are we going to talk about today, Annie? Hey, this weekend is one of my favorite hot dog holidays. Hot dog holiday. It's July 4th. That term is from the podcast. I stole it. I'm sorry. Uh, but July 4th is Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Which we were talking, Ashley and I were talking in the shop the other day, and we feel like Obviously, you can't move July 4th right. because it's July 4th. But I wish but it wish, were Monday. Right? Don't you just wish it were Monday? I really do because, like, my students this week are supposed to meet with me individually for conferences. So I've got conferences Monday and Wednesday mm-hmm. and have to have Tuesday off in the middle, mm-hmm. which means that, like, in theory, the Wednesday people have 48 hours longer to write their paper than the Monday people. Uh, I fixed that by making everything due Monday morning. Smart. <laughs> but... Still, mm-hmm. yeah, it just throws everybody off, and then you like have to take an extra day. Mm-hmm. We're open Monday and Wednesday, but closed Tuesday. Mm-hmm. There's just all kinds of things. But I, I love July Fourth. I love fireworks. I love hot dogs. I love being outside. Also, this is to me when summer goes downhill. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> We're one week into summer, and it's over. <laughs> I, July Fourth is like the end of summer in my book. Like I hate it after this. So like this is my big hurrah. And then my front door is going to stop opening uh-huh. because of the heat. Right. And I just, July and August are miserable to me, but July 4th is like that happy, happy medium, happy middle. I don't know what I'm looking for, but Both, like yeah. something. So we thought we would do kind of a July 4th-ish theme. Ish. Uh, we're going to talk politics. Let's talk politics. Hmm. But let's not talk let's politics. Let's talk about politics the way we talk about politics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about politics in books. Yeah. Uh, which interestingly, you, I think you tossed out this topic idea. I think I did, but months ago. Yeah. And I immediately thought of political fiction, mm-hmm. um, American political fiction. Yes. And only when we were talking before this episode, did I realize, oh, there could be lots of books mm-hmm. about pol- politics in other countries. Yeah, and time periods. I sound so American. And planets, even. (laughs) Yeah, like it really runs the gamut, but in my mind, my mind went really narrow, which I do think is the American way. (laughs) Um, Can we talk political TV first? Absolutely. So we both just recently finished the latest season of House of Cards. You finished? Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't talked to you since you finished. Oh, yeah. Snap. Clear. All we can say is Claire. Claire. That's all we can Claire. say. Claire. Because no spoilers here. But, but that's all I want. Always. Always. Um, House of Cards. I am addicted to that show, even though like some seasons are hit or miss for yeah. me. And Objectively, I know the show is like mediocre. Oh, yeah. Sure. With moments of greatness. Yes. But the show itself is fine. I enjoy it. I like it. Um, And then 
of course, I think the constant comparison is between House of Cards and The West Wing. Mm-hmm. And I think the other comparison is to Veep. Oh, gosh, I forgot about Veep. I love Veep. Yeah, so Veep and House of Cards, like, their first two seasons are the same plot line. You're right. It's just one is humorous. <laughs> yep. You're the person that told me that. And when we watched, I was like, oh, my gosh. It is the same. Uh, and Veep has just hit very close to home. And I haven't watched the latest season of Veep yet. I haven't watched the one that's out. Is there one out I right think it now just, just ended, finished? yeah. Okay, I haven't, I haven't watched that, but I do love Veep. And Hometown Hero, Tony Hale. That's right. What up? Um, and the other one that came to mind when we were talking, because you took this international, is The Crown. Do you watch The Crown? I haven't watched The Crown yet. I think you would like it. I think I might um, too. It's, I think a lot of people said it fills that Downton Abbey void. I gotcha. Um, which it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also just really fascinating. Like after each episode, I would find myself Googling to see like what was accurate, what was inaccurate. Right, right. Um, because I am, I'm not quite the Anglophile that I feel like a lot of people are, but I do love the royal family. Mm-hmm. I am slightly obsessed with them. And so the crown just gives you this really great glimpse into a young Queen Elizabeth. It's fascinating. Yeah, that's cool. Um, even the old House of Cards, the original. The British version. Yeah. Have you watched that one? I have not. I haven't either, but I'm curious. Uh, C.J. Hauser loves it and talks about it a lot. Um, I also love political movies. So mm-hmm. the one that came to mind was The Ides of March, which I don't know if that got great reviews, but it's with Ryan Gosling and George Clooney. And I love that. Like, I love anything. I'm fascinated by campaigns and running yeah. a campaign. And I love that Jordan works in election law and I don't ever want him to leave it because like I'm so proud to say he's an election lawyer and I'm so fascinated by what he does and if he does something boring I won't be fascinated anymore right and there are lots of boring lawyer jobs yes there are (laughs) so so like this one at least sounds interesting so he and I can have interesting conversations because he does like campaign finance and things Mm -hmm. like that and I think the world we're living in like constant news and being a journalism major like I just feel I am very intrigued by politics. I don't love keeping up with it currently. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. because it doesn't feel like politics. No, feels like a bad CBS sitcom. Yeah, uh, but it's real life. Mm-hmm. That's all we'll say about that. Um, but I do find myself really attracted and drawn toward political stories. Yeah, whether it's the shows or books, and I think there are a lot of really great books out right now about that and I will be interested to see what comes what kind of art yeah comes out of this yes. like out of our current climate absolutely um, because because I love books about like behind the scenes in the political world and I imagine I don't know imagine somebody out there is writing furiously <laughs> right now oh it feels like Salman Rushdie has a new book coming out in October I think and I haven't read it I read a couple pages of it but it seems like it's already oh, really? a big artistic response to you know the current yeah. regime and yeah. it's coming out in October <laughs> interesting I just think we're about to see an influx just like I am super grateful I feel like in the past couple years there's I could be wrong but I feel like there's been this influx of Immigrant and refugee yes. storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to see some interesting... And Jordan said one thing that he says is a positive of what's going on in our world today is that he feels like people are realizing why limited power is important. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, it's all... I feel like the conversations we're having at home and the shows that we're watching and the books I'm reading all kind of are in this world. But this is not your typical book genre no right i don't really read 
that, mm-hmm. which is weird because I, I like The West Wing a lot. Mm-hmm. I like House of Cards. I like Veep. Yeah, why don't? I don't. Don't you? I don't think I've ever even tried. Yeah. To read a like American politics book, and part of that, I think, is just because I. I study old things, right? Mm-hmm. And I've always been interested in in kings and queens, and I I I find kings and queens a lot more interesting than presidents mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And there's this Kierkegaard quote that's something like. Uh, this is the reason my soul always turns back to the Old Testament and to Shakespeare. Uh, I feel that those who speak there are at least human beings. They hate, they love, they murder their enemies and curse their descendants throughout all generations. They sin, and our age is just paltry. It lacks mm. passion. Mm. And I think maybe that's a big reason why. Yeah. I'm so used to like some kind of medieval text where like you just go out and slaughter your enemies and like. Maybe today's a little more tame, and for, for, for good. Right. Like, that's a good thing. Maybe it's more but, tame. House of Cards. But, yeah, well. The, mm-hmm. House of Cards is a bloodbath. They do still kill their enemies there. Yeah. And maybe that's why I like House of yeah, Cards. Yeah, that it has those kind of Shakespearean themes. It does. It, it aspires to yeah. that kind of large theme. Yeah. And not all of them do. Right. I, I don't know what it is about me. I think there's a part of me that would have loved... I don't think I would have loved to be in the world of politics. Yeah. But I think because again because of my news obsession and my and my journalism background, which I use that term pretty loosely, but like I just imagine myself like reporting on these stories or I, I'm just intrigued by political stories. Yeah. And that has been true in books too. So actually there are three recently that I feel like we have talked about at length on the podcast. And they're not all out yet. No, but to me they're a great trio. Um, So The Senator's Children, Mm -hmm. which does not come out until November and stay tuned because I think we might um, that might be one of our Book of the Month Club selections. Nice. Um, But The Senator's Children, which is kind of about this senator who um, he has an affair and he keeps that affair secret, um, but then kind of it implodes as, of course, affairs often do. Yeah. Uh, and as a result, he has two daughters, one from his wife and then one from his mistress. Mm-hmm. And uh, you kind of see the consequences through the years of that. So you see the um, the family early in his life and in his his political life. And then kind of what happens and what unfolds after the affair implodes and how it affects the family, the wife and the husband who's the senator and then the children. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this book was wonderful. I passed it along to Hunter and he felt like it was fine. But at the same time, I think I, I think Hunter will be okay with me saying, I don't think this is Hunter's genre. No, yeah. Um, so I think for what it is, it's well-written. It's an interesting story. Uh it's really dramatic. Mm-hmm. And if you like dark House of Cards, interesting CD stuff, then I think The Senator's Children uh, is going to be for you. If you prefer the lighter side of if life... You want more West Wing. Yeah. Then Young Jane Young is going to be for you. So, Or maybe even more Scandal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's another show that I loved. And then dropped when they stopped doing like political mm-hmm. fixing, I no longer cared. Like yeah. I was there for her to be the fixer. For all the PR. Like that's yes, the interesting part. That's what's yeah. interesting. Um, so yeah, Young Jane Young is a great... To me, they would make great read-along. Like read... 
Young Jane Young comes out in August, so you don't have long to wait. Read that one and then read The Senator's Children because the plots are the same, but just like you were saying, House of Cards is like the dark version and Veep is the comedic version. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel about this. Like, there are still dark themes and sad, bittersweet plot lines in Young Jane Young, but it's all told kind of tongue-in-cheek with a little bit of humor. Uh, again, still heavy stuff because this time you're seeing the effect of an affair. Uh, I believe a, a Senate or representative has an affair with this young woman and you watch how it affects the women. Right. I think it's fantastic. The author was the author um, or is the author of AJ Fickery, the story mm -hmm, of life mm -hmm. of AJ Fickery, which we loved here at the bookshelf. Um, so young Jane Young tells the story from the women's perspective, which I think is really valuable. Um, especially in light, I think a couple years ago, maybe a year or so ago, Monica Lewinsky came out and did an interview with yeah. some big publication and you finally kind of got to see how it ruined her life. Right. Uh, <laughs> of course it did. And then, but then yeah. Bill Clinton is still this really vibrant right. political figure. Right. And so that is fascinating. Is. And young Jane Young really tackles that. Like, wait a minute, these senators and representatives keep keep going on with their lives and their careers, but the women really carry much Ted of... Kennedy. Yeah, the, the women really carry the consequences. Right. So anyway, the senator's children and young Jane Young, same themes, honestly, same premise, but t told completely different. Very different stories. Very different stories. Uh, and that, I, I love loved that. both. Yeah, yeah, I loved both. Um, and then the other one we've talked about many times before, but it's out right now. It'd be a fun summer book is The Hopefuls. Right. Which came out last year. Yeah. Just recently out in paperback. And came out quietly, mm -hmm. which I really like Jennifer Close, uh, the author of that one a lot. And I think I've brought it up a lot here because I it didn't it just didn't get a ton of buzz. Yeah. But the main character works for the Obama campaign. Um, and you just get to hear about life in DC. Right. And I am upset. I mean, we went to Washington DC like for our vacation a couple years ago. I just the energy there is so intriguing to me. Uh, it's so different from even like a New York or I don't know out in the Midwest. Like mm -hmm. DC feels very political like I think they say that the cocktail party question you're always asked is oh who do you work for mm -hmm. like it like the questions are very specific I don't know I'm just completely intrigued the beltway yeah and um at the insider mm -hmm. DC feels very insider to me and the hopefuls addresses that um again like not in a heavy way it's kind of light in terms of subject matter but you kind of get to follow along this campaign and what a successful campaign does mm -hmm. uh, and what political aspirations do to to a couple like to this really great couple that loves each other and then you know things happen right make life difficult so uh, that would be a good one if you like the behind the scenes campaigny stuff so those are our, our fiction picks yes our, our very recent or even out just about to come out. Yes. Fiction picks, which is which is good. Do you have any backlist titles? So I one that I just thought certainly covers the realm of politics and journalism in terms of fiction is Before the Fall. Mm -hmm. That just came out in paperback. That was a huge bestseller out last of summer. Yeah. Last summer. Remind me the author Noah Hawley. He who, did Fargo. That's right. I couldn't remember yeah. which TV show he did. Uh, and Legion. Oh, did which you is like also very Legion? Good. Yeah, I did. Did it? Did it come out again? Like, is it going to have multiple? Um, I, yeah, it'll have another season. Okay, I was curious if it got canceled mm -hmm. or not. Um, so, Before the Fall, I felt ambivalent about this one. I think you'll remember that, which was yeah, a bummer because I, I feel like everybody loved it. 
What I did love about it is you could have infinite book club conversations about this book. Um, so it's out in paperback, and it really, I mean, it's about a plane crash, mm -hmm. but you really get a look at journalism and cable news. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a lot of what American politics is about right now, yeah. is less politics. And more how it's covered. Yes. And so before the fall, as much as it is a suspense... It's also kind of a commentary on cable news and what cable news has done to yeah. our world. So uh, so that's one that immediately came to mind. And then I believe the book is called This Town. And mm -hmm. I think it, Our Town is a play. Our Town, our town is a play. <laughs> uh, so This Town is a nonfiction I believe it's written by a reporter. Mm -hmm. uh, it came out a few years ago. Um, it is a really fascinating again insider look at DC I was completely intrigued it was it's outside at least a few years ago it was outside of my genre because it was you know nonfiction written by this reporter now I think that's in my wheelhouse but a few years ago it was not and it was kind of my first step into oh this is fascinating um, but it really just gives you this insider's look kind of at the dirty smarmy right. side of ugh, the deals that go on um, and he's not afraid to like drop names. I think the the opening chapter takes place at Tim Russert's funeral. Okay. Um, so again, where the world of journalism and politics meet really yeah. intersects. Yeah. yeah, I find that. I mean, I'm holding my hands up to my face. Like I just find that so fascinating. Like the meet the press world. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much. Um, well, the other one that you liked in that genre was um, who thought this was a good idea. Oh, yeah. Is that what it's called? Something like yes, that. Yes, that's right. Oh, that's a totally good comparison. Um, Alyssa Mastromonaco. Yes, she worked for President Obama. Uh, regardless of your politics, this is an awesome insider look at what goes on in the White House. Mm -hmm. um, I said earlier this year it would be a great graduation gift. Mm -hmm. Now just take it in your summer beach bags just because I think it's it's just really interesting, and she is super funny. Right. And Yeah, I haven't read the book, but I heard her on Fresh Air, and her interview with Terry Gross was just so good. Did she talk about the tampon machine? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It, that story, several stories, and she talks about, she doesn't just talk about President Obama. She also talks about her interactions with some other political leaders. Mm -hmm. um, she talks about meeting the Pope. Um, yeah. But she really gives this fascinating look, yeah, at the White House. So that is a current frontless title that would be excellent. And you're right, that would be a good comp to this town, which came out a few years ago. And it's really about DC as a whole. Mm -hmm. And that and that reporter, politician kind of crossover, what that relationship looks like. Um, so if you're intrigued by, um, by some of those TV shows we mentioned, I think this town would be good. And if you like, to me, if you like The West Wing, you will for sure like the Alyssa Master Monaco book. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it sounds really great. I'm glad you reminded me of that one. It wasn't, wasn't on my list. I just thought of it. Look at you. <laughs> Look at me. Very excited. Uh, speaking of Pope, did you watch The Young Pope? Jordan just started it. I watched it and I liked it, but man. It, it's weird. It's super weird. I, I, I think I read like a synopsis or a, a review maybe of the first episode or something. I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> the first two I was super into and then it like I had to get through the next six, but then the last two I also really liked. All, all I know is a kangaroo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's episode two. <laughs> um, it's a great scene. Um, can we talk about the role Hamilton plays in all this? Yes. Look at my shirt. I, yeah, I'm looking at it. 
What does it say? It says, compel him to include women in the sequel work. It's from Hamilton! Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you hear a kid from Storytime, uh, Brian, his uh -huh. parents love Hamilton, and I think Brian also liked my shirt, so... <laughs> um, I love Hamilton. Still listening to it. Not and over it. Hamilton is like the positive politics of our time. Yes. It may, it certainly, I told Jordan, I was like, anytime I start to feel down in the dumps about what's happening, just regardless of your politics, it's overwhelming right now. Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, listener never fear, like just in general, I feel like the world we're living in is a little overwhelming. Uh, but Hamilton makes me feel better. Like, I feel really patriotic when listening to Hamilton. <laughs> and Hamilton, of course, in part based on the Ron Chernow biography. Yes. Of Alexander Hamilton. Right. right? Um, Ron Chernow, also famous for that Washington biography from a few Which years ago. Which customers rave about yes. still. Um, and he's got a new one coming out in November? Yes. October, October. Yes. Um, on Ulysses S. Grant. I'll be so interested to see if customers respond positively right. to that. I gave AJ the ARC today. Okay. Um, he said, like, <laughs> when do you need a review by? Because this is a large book. And I was like, oh, I was like September. It is a large book. Ron Chernow does not do things halfway. No. Um, no. One thing I love about, um, I was just talking to a customer about this, the Lin-Manuel Miranda did a few interviews, of mm -hmm. course, when Hamilton really made it big. Um, but I love that he was so quick to... Make sure people knew. Give credit. He, yeah. yeah, he read this book. But what I love is he was on vacation. So props to you for taking Ron Chernow on your vacation. <laughs> um, I just took a plane trip, and I am not an ebook list uh, ebook reader. I refuse. Um, and it's a like that's a commitment to take that big honking thing mm -hmm. on the plane. Like that's heavy. And I think he said he bought it in an airplane bookstore went on this island vacation and mm -hmm. read Hamilton mm -hmm. and read the first chapter and was like. I bet somebody's already done this. Somebody's already turned this into a musical. <laughs> oh, Lynn manuel Like, <laughs> it's just you. Like, it's just you, bud. <laughs> um, but I started it. Mm -hmm. Jordan listened to it. Mm -hmm. I have started it, and I couldn't get over just in the first couple pages. You can see where the seeds of the musical began. Mm. Like, there are certain lines that are lines of the music, uh -huh. um, of the, you know, lines that have become lyrics. And I love that. And so... I am trying to read it this year. We'll see if I finish. It's so thick. Yeah, it's um, enormous. It's so big. But but I will say, even if you are not into biographies, which I do not read a lot of those, mm -hmm. um, Ron Chernow does somehow, despite it being this massive tome, it really does make it accessible. Yeah. Like the writing is good, succinct, simple, and the storytelling is good. And I think the way he writes too is... Um, I don't know, monumental is not quite the right word, but like he writes in a way that feels important. Mm -hmm. There are so many books, especially lately, coming out about politics that are going to be irrelevant Correct. in six months. Oh, you're right. That's a good um, point. I was thinking about all the books that came out around the election about like how so and so can win or why this campaign and is going to. And, and like, they're done already. They're, they're, what, what's the point of the book even? Right. They're irrelevant now. Totally irrelevant. And I don't. I don't get that feeling from his stuff. And no. part of that's because he's writing about something that happened 300 years ago. Right. Well, and that's what I love, too. Like, Hamilton and Washington and Grant, these are flawed men. Right. Like, that's another... When Jordan and I are listening to Hamilton in the car, when I force it on us again, <laughs> um, Jordan and I are always talking about, like, there's not a good guy in this story. Right. Of right. course, Hamilton is the protagonist, and he's who we're 
we're learning about. Um, but it's not Burr being this villain. Right. It's these are flawed men, ambitious men, um, who were trying to start a country. It's fascinating. It is. Our country really does have an interesting it's, history. It's way more interesting when it's that kind of story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. W- yes. The stakes are higher. And imagine if Aaron Burr had a Twitter. No, a Twitter. I was thinking, I was in, um, where was I the other day? I think I was in a bookstore and I was just browsing and I was like, you know what ruined us? Oh no, I know where I was. I was at a hardware store, mm-hmm. a local hardware store and cable news was on and I was walking the shelves and I was like, here's what ruined us. Twitter and cable news. Mm-hmm. Because, because it never stops. Neil Postman would agree. He would. That's a good book mm-hmm. too. Um, Amusing ourselves to death. Yeah, that's a good one. Very good. Book. Add that to your lists if you haven't read that one. That's a that's been out for forever. Forever, but yeah. Still, came out in the eighties, but, but still, still relevant. extremely relevant. Yeah. Speaking of relevant books, Oof. so um, so yeah, those are those are some politically themed books for your for your July reading for pleasure. Your, for your July reading pleasure, this episode will go up on July sixth. Yeah. Um, so we will we will have just missed the fourth, I think, but. We're feeling Americana today. You've mm-hmm. got your red and white stripes on. I do. I do. That wasn't intentional, but I'll pretend like it is. And you're wearing blue. And I, I didn't. I always, I wear themed outfits. Um, we're going out of town for 4th of July, and I'm packing only red, white, and blue clothing. <laughs> All right. Well, we have to post for a picture today, your blue and my red and white yeah. stripes, and we can, we can be America. Yeah. Be the America you wish to see in the world. Trying so hard. Trying real hard. Just trying so hard every day. Um, okay, I want people's thoughts on yeah. if they've read the Hamilton book. Super curious about that. And if you've got favorite political fiction or nonfiction, I want to hear it because I do love this genre. Yeah. Um, we so, want to know about them. Yeah. Um, several of you um, submit to us through the Contact Us form on the website, which is fine. fine. You can do that. But you can also just email me directly yeah. at inventory at bookshelfthomasville.com. It's a lot easier that way. I know. Chris is looking it'll, at me because I forwarded it, him old emails this week. It'll just come to my inbox and then I won't have to like get forwarded emails Wait from a Annie. month ago. <laughs> Wait for Annie. I cleaned out my inbox this week. I don't know if you saw that. Um, started the week with 102 emails. Nice. Down to 10. Nice. Fierce. I'm at zero because I'm always at zero. Well, don't talk to me. Is it read them as they come in? Uh, which is why you should email Chris yeah. inventory at bookshelfthomsel.com. Although I'm happy to read your emails. Just forgive me if I'm a little delayed. Yeah. Chris is more prompt. And, and I forward them to Annie if they're directed to her. Yeah. Um, okay. So let us know what you think. And as usual, you can find full episodes of From the Front Porch on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on our store website. That's bookshelfthomasville.com. And you should be following us on social media at bookshelftville. You can see what we're up to behind the scenes, what kind of events are coming up, what kinds of cool books we are recommending when we are not telling them to you (laughs) on a podcast. That's right. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, guys, and we will see you next week.